This episode of Dean Bakari's Meaningful Show is brought to you by Flashbooks, where you can get best-selling business and self-improvement book summaries that you can read or listen to in under 20 minutes. To learn more and get started for just a buck today, visit www.getflashnotes.com. Welcome to the Meaningful Show podcast, where every single week we work to bring you an inspiring insight, idea, or interview to help you live better, work better, and be better both in life and in business. Brought to you by MeaningfulHQ.com, we've got one very simple goal here on this show, and that is to help you do more of what matters and less of what doesn't. I'm your host, Dean Bakari, and if you're ready, then I'm ready. So let's get into it. Back in the 1930s, a man named Norman Walker wanted to figure out how he could get the best, most vital nutrients, the nutrition content, out of plants, fruits, and vegetables and get that into his body without having to eat eight pounds of fruits and vegetables a day. And he was a tinkerer, and so after tinkering around in his lab for a while, he found out that 80% of a vegetable's nutrients could actually be found in 20% of the vegetable. But how could he tap in to that 20%? Well, by pressing and mashing and squeezing the nutritious juices out of the fruits and vegetables. And that, my friend, is how the juicer was invented. Walker's earliest iterations of the juicer looked kind of like a cross between a Vitamix and a Panini machine, what we now refer to as what's called a masticating juicer, which came along way before these Brevels and all these other companies started creating these high-powered machines known as the typical juicer. But back then, if you wanted to get that nutritious juice into your body, you were going to have to work for it. You'd have to beat the living daylights out of any given portion of vegetables until they looked like cubes and then press down on those portions until nearly every ounce of juice was squeezed out into your glass. And in the end, you'd have a beautiful green glass of juice. But you'd also have a heck of a lot of pulp left over after all that work. Now, fast-forwarding a handful of decades into the 21st century, the juicers come a long way since Norman's day. But you know what hasn't changed one bit? There's still a lot of pulp left over after you're done juicing all those vegetables and fruits. The process may have gotten a lot quicker, thanks to these swanky new juicers and all, but when it's all said and done, you're still left with the same nutritious glass of green juice that Norman had to bust his butt to fill back when he first invented the juicer. In short, once you're done extracting the juice, here's what you're left with. 80% pulp, 20% nutritious juice. Now, your own ideas, whether in business or in life, personally or professionally, are the exact same thing. 80% of your ideas are probably going to be junk, that is, pulp, and 20% of them are going to be the game changers, the life-changing breakthroughs or money-making business ideas, and that is the nutritious 
juice. See what I'm getting at here? Great ideas, they are hidden in lots and lots of pulp. In his book, The 80-20 Principle, Richard Koch tells us that the 80-20 Principle asserts that a minority of causes, inputs, or effort usually lead to a majority of the results, outputs, or rewards. Now that's the essence of understanding how to use 80-20 Pareto's principle to your advantage. Understanding that the majority of results flow from the minority of ideas and actions. Bottom line, you can't get to the juice unless you first get past all that pulp. Regardless of what you do in your life, business, career, personal, professional, it's important to remember to look for the highest leverage activity, which you can do by putting the 80-20 principle into action. And bear in mind that sometimes it takes longer to sift through the things that you should not do, that is, low leverage activities and bad ideas, the pulp. But when you identify your one most powerful priority in any given moment and then see it through until it's done, you're setting yourself up for success nearly every single time. You know, you write down ideas, you try different ideas, and a lot of them don't work, but eventually you hit upon one that does, which makes everything worth it. Alfred Hitchcock once said that ideas, they come from everywhere. And if we want to enjoy the juiciest ones, it's important that we always push past the pulp. It's Dean. Listen, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. If you found this episode inspiring or if anything else you've heard on the show has helped you or made an impact on your life in any way, I'd really appreciate it if you showed me a little love with a quick review over on iTunes or on whichever podcast platform you tune into the show on. Every single review helps us reach and inspire more people to live like they give a damn. Listen, if you've got self-help questions of your own that you'd like me to answer live on the podcast, hit me up over at MeaningfulHQ.com. You can submit them over on the contact page, or you can just shoot your questions directly to me at questions at DeanBakari.com. Thanks again so much for subscribing, sharing, and tuning into the show. I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's because of you and tens of thousands of other listeners from around the world tuning in every single week, week after week, day after day, that we are able to continue creating content to help you crush it and make an impact in your life and at work. So thank you for being part of this and continuing to share the podcast with your friends, your family, and anyone else you think it could help. Until next time, this is Dean Bakari telling you to go out there every single day and live like you give a damn.